It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are seconds away from hearing the daily Locked On podcast you love, but I'd like to tell you about another podcast I think you'll like. Rejecting the Screen, hosted by NBA experts Noah Kozlov and Adam Stanko, features provocative interviews with NBA stars and unique perspectives from around the game. Subscribe to Rejecting the Screen wherever you get your podcasts. Dunas banging and bumping, and Cousins comes away. Warriors have numbers that they push. DMC right to the cup. What up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. What's good? Warriors beat the Grizz last night pretty handily. Uh, a little more info on the Jordan Bell suspension. And Marcus Cousins is a flopper. All that coming up next here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Just a reminder, you can get Locked On Warriors on the brand new podcasting app, Himalaya as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Warriors. We use smart devices because we're hella smart. It's just how it goes. Uh, The Warriors were hella smart last night, taking on the Grizzlies. How about that? Taking on the Grizz. They get a uh, easy-ish win. Uh, You know, easy's overstating it the final score yeah it was a 15 point win but they didn't really get that lead until i mean geez the last two three minutes they went on a 14 to 1 run in the last uh what was it from like six minutes to down to like two minutes to really up that lead and uh you know blow the game out but it was uh it was a solid game from the memphis grizzlies i mean the grizzlies Outscored the Warriors in the first 37 to 31. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas was Marc Gasol. I've always thought they looked similar, and he did a great Marc Gasol uh, impersonation last night, the way he played. He was getting his, and the Warriors didn't really have any answer uh, for him. But back to the Warriors, they started the game out uh, solid. And I one thing that I liked that they did is they didn't force it to clay immediately. You've heard me talk about it recently. Something that they've done recently is force it to clay in the first quarter. Which is, I mean, I don't know. Look, when it works, it's great. But it just hadn't worked that well recently. And the problem is that they would just continue to force it. And he, when when he goes off, it's awesome. Great. But you can't make him do it just by giving him the first six shots of the game. So the first two shots of the game were a a KD 18 footer and then a Steph three. And what's important about that is KD. It was just good to see him get shots early because in his last game, he only took six shots the entire game and he's picking his spots and, and trying to read the game and insert himself where he needs to. But 
I don't know. He he shouldn't ever be taking six shots. Um, so it's been a little weird, but to see him get shots early in the game and throughout the first quarter was good to see. He went three to three in the first quarter, and he was really the story of this game because of how it ended, because of his finish, because of his finish. He went 12 of 13, one to one from three, three, three of three from the line, uh, nine rebounds, five assists, 28 points, two steals too. Let me throw that in there. But the main thing is that that 12 of 13 is the best uh, game of his career as far as efficiency goes. And especially considering Steph had a fine game, uh, not the most efficient you know, that's part of where I'd like to see a little more from KD, even though he did end up taking 13 shots. You know, I don't know when the last time he took uh, close to 20. Well, I do. It was the was it the Spurs game, I guess, or maybe the Dallas game. I don't know. One of their most recent losses, he took 25 shots. But there are times where he should be more assertive. And last night we saw some of it, but not a ton. But anyways, it was good to see him get shots early. Uh, Steph knocked down his first two threes, and it was... Uh, mostly because of the great Draymond screens. Draymond has been locked in the last couple games, which is great to see. Uh, Dubs opened six of six with one turnover, and uh, that that was a, a theme throughout the night. The Warriors were just incredibly efficient, uh, knocking down a ton of shots throughout the game. KD was a big part of it, but also just the rest of the team too. They were they were getting buckets. Uh, it was interesting to see Looney being the first big off the bench, especially against uh, Valanciunas, who is a massive human being. I would have thought it would have been Bogut, but, you know, Looney has earned his time and his position. But the problem was Valanciunas was giving him buckets. Valanciunas was, he was tough to stop last night. And him and Looney had a, a little sequence of giving up buckets to each other. You know, Looney would beat him with quickness. Valanciunas would use his uh, girth his size to get to the bucket. It was just a lot of back and forth between the two. Um, there was some bad defense by the dubs to end the, end the second quarter and not just the final play, but uh, the last couple minutes, which allowed the Grizz to get up 37 to 31 and another just terrible end of quarter execution defensively where they let Justin holiday get a, a look. I mean, yeah, it was, you know, 38 feet out, 40 feet out, but they still allowed him to get that look. You know, they didn't stop the ball. And it's something we've seen a lot this year that helped them uh, get a a six-point lead going into the second. To start the second, KD was not with the second unit. And he hasn't been with them, but I'm just trying to get a hold on what the rotation's going to look like and things like that. So it was still uh, Andre, Sean, Clay, Boogie, and I'm missing the fifth. But it wasn't KD. Uh, the Grays get a bucket early. Steve Kerr takes a timeout 22 seconds into the second quarter. It was ugly, ugly turnovers. The Dubs went on a 16-1 to run, though, with good minutes from Cook. Uh, Cook went 3-3 from the field and from the three-point line, which was huge because not just in the game did they need it, but it's big because throughout the playoffs, man, like that's why guys like Cook or McKinney or Jarebko might be important because they have the ability to go off. They have the ability. If you can get a, a three of three from three game from Quinn Cook in the playoffs, that would be huge. Who knows if they will get it, but 
they should be afforded certain opportunities to get it. Not that they should get 20 minutes a game and, you know, sit through them missing a bunch of shots, but I just remember Ian Clark. Like, they, they should get the opportunities Ian Clark got, where Ian Clark was contributing in the Western Conference Finals, you know, knocking down late threes and stuff like that. So it was good to see Quinn play that way and play well. Uh, turnovers, points off turnovers, offensive rebounds, and second chance points were killing the Warriors. Killing the Warriors. They had... It was just bad. <laughs> it was just bad. I mean, that's that's the best I can best way I can put it. They had nine turnovers in the first half, and it was woof. That's that's my analysis. They also gave up eight offensive rebounds to the Grizz in the first half, and a lot of those were from guys like Bruno Caboclo and uh, Jonas Valanciunas. Caboclo, I'll tell you what, kid's a player. He's, uh, I know this isn't a Grizz podcast, but, uh, I've, I've seen Caboclo the last couple of years and he has all the physical tools that you want. Six, nine, two twenty, a seven, seven wingspan, an incredible athlete. And he just never really was able to put it together. And now watching him with the Grizz, I mean, who knows, maybe it's just an end of the year kind of deal where, you know, certain players play well, like, you know, Josh Jackson did last year, but, uh, it was good to see him, see him playing well last couple games. But anyways, not good enough. Warriors win. <laughs> third quarter. Uh, or no, before I get to the third quarter, actually. The Hamptons 5 checked in at 3.33 left in the second quarter. Hamptons 5 is uh, Steph, Clay, KD, Andre, Iguodala, and Draymond Green. That's the Hamptons 5 death lineup, whatever you want to call them. They checked in at... 3.33, and they were a plus 8 in those 3.33, which got the Warriors a 6-point lead uh, going into half. So the Warriors were up 66-60. to 60. Uh, Some great plays. It was just kind of a classic death lineup, Hamptons 5 run, where just the speed, the defense, the, the shooting, it's just so apparent and so overwhelming. And so in those 3.5 minutes, uh, they were a plus eight and got the team a six-point lead. In the third, though, it was a tough start to the third after that great run from the Hamptons five. Warriors started out 0-5. Draymond Green gets a tech, his 14th. So he's got one to play with is what he called it. So he can get his 15th and 16 is when he gets suspended for a game. Uh the Warriors did start moving the ball, started playing better after the 0-5 start. And the good thing is they were playing defense while they were missing shots early in the third. They, they made shots mostly throughout the game. But early in the third when they went 0-5, that was an opportunity for the Grizz to get back in it. Couldn't do it because of the defense of the Dubs. Uh, three straight threes pushed the lead to nine. The ball was humming. A lot of bad turnovers were letting the Memphis Grizzlies kind of stick around. Because like I said, uh, the the Dubs didn't get their big lead until late. And going into the fourth, you figured you were going to need a good amount of Kevin Durant scoring because Steph wasn't great in this game. He went 7 of 20 from the field. Uh, he did knock down six threes, but still, 7 of 20 from the field is not very good. Uh, so you knew you were going to need some KD going into the fourth, and he delivered. He knocked down, of course, a number of shots because, well, he went 12 of 13 on the game. He did hit three in a row 
and ended four or five from the field in the fourth. And the one miss, he thought he got fouled. You know, in the postgame, he kind of laughed it off and wasn't too upset or anything. But he was huge this game, and especially late in the game when they needed him to be. So he his his performance was great. And Steve Kerr mentioned he thought he could have gone 24 or 25. I would have loved to see him take 25 shots, but that is neither here nor there. Uh, like I mentioned, Steph went 7 of 20, 6 of 12 from 3. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins, another solid game from Cousins, even though he had trouble with Valanchunas. Everyone really did this game, uh, but he had 16 points, 9 rebounds, and 6 assists. He's really found a role with the team distributing. I mean, he's he's distributing the ball. He's taking that David West role that I, I thought he would, and it took him, him and them a little while to get there, but he's been great in that role. Uh, I will give Steph credit, even with the bad shooting. He did have 10 rebounds, 7 assists, and still ended with 28 points. I mean, that's the thing with Steph and KD, is even in bad games, they can get you good numbers. I mentioned Quinn going 3-for-3 three three from the field. Uh, Alfonso McKinney didn't get a lot of time, but he was active. He was active and that's good to see Sean Livingston has to get a shout out because he's been so good. The last couple games went four or six from the field for eight points and playing his normal great defense. Uh, that pretty much wraps this one up. It was a good game for the dubs, the Grizzlies. They fought hard for a team that's playing, you know, guys like Tyler Dorsey and Bruno Caboclo, uh, the way they defend and the way they just play is, is impressive. So, I mean, good good, good on the Grizz. And uh, they had me nervous at certain points during the game, even late, uh, before the Dubs took that big double-digit lead. Going to take a quick break, come back, talk about uh, Kevin Durant and uh, his some of his post-game sound. Also going to talk about the Jordan Bell situation and the fact that Boogie's a flopper. You know, it's not, I, it's not, it's not me, man. That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. Uh, remember, you can get this show every day. Subscribe to Locked On Warriors on the new Himalaya podcast app. In an ever-expanding podcast world, you need Himalaya with their personally curated playlists and new features every day. Download Himalaya at your app store and subscribe to Locked On Warriors. Guys, do you have kids or pets or just like home security? Well, then you guys need to check out the Wise Cam. Wise is the indoor camera that does it all. Wise is packed with premium features that allow you to see everything from anywhere for only 20 bucks. 1080p full HD images so clear that you won't miss a thing. Night vision, two-way audio, man. This is like military stuff. Wise's mission is to bring amazing smart home products accessible to everyone. Check on your home anytime with Wise Apps live stream. Connect with life as it unfolds in sharp focus. Live stream with eight times digital zoom. You can watch your kids destroy your house. Bird watching. Watching food simmer on the stove for a few hours. We gotta run some errands, man. I got things I gotta do. I can't sit there and watch, you know, watch this stew. Uh watching over your water softener to know that you need more salt. Watching plants grow through time lapse. Watch contractors repave your driveway via time lapse. You want more? They got that too. For just ten dollars more, Wise Campan gives you 360-degree coverage in under three seconds. Life moves so fast, your camera should, too. 110-degree per second rotation speed, 360-degree horizontal range, 93-degree vertical range. Patrol your room with pan scan. Set the camera patrol route 
with up to four custom waypoints. Track the action. Wise can wise campaign automatically detects tags and tracks motion within its field of view. Keeping up with life in real time has never been so easy. It works with Alexa and you get free rolling 14 day cloud coverage. That's two weeks free of cloud storage. You guys get wise cam, make sure you know what's going on in your own home. And it works with any kind of mobile phone from anywhere. Go to wise.com to get the guaranteed lowest price. That's W-Y-Z-E.com. Go to wise.com and get that guaranteed lowest price. Is there anything more craveable than the smell of McDonald's fries? If someone's hiding an order of fries, they're never hiding it well. It takes one whiff to trigger a fry craving that will only be satisfied the McDonald's way. So stand up if you would like to taste the smell of a McDonald's fry right now. Did you just stand? Because if you did, then you earned yourself a trip to the McDonald's drive through for your own steamy carton of crispy golden goodness. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Hewlett Packard Enterprise. At CDW, we get modern servers need to be flexible, flexible scalable, and predictable. I predicted you'd say that. <clears throat> okay, what will I say next? Probably something about server security. Impressive and freaky. CDW can implement secure Hewlett-Packard Enterprise Gen 10 servers that improve speed and performance while reducing while co- reducing costs. See predictable. IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. I predict a web address. CDW.com slash HPE. I'm in your mind, man. What up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. What's good? Dubs beat the Grizzlies last night, 118-103, but the real story was KD going 12 of 13 from the field, scoring 28 points, his most efficient game of his career. He was interviewed uh, post-game at his press availability, and uh, here's what KD had to say about it. Um, just working on shots that um, I practice and shoot around and try to get to them as much as I can. You're foul on the one you missed. I talked to... Uh, Kenny. I talked to Kenny about that. He said the guy was just standing there. He probably was, but um, I should have shot a better shot. That play at the end of the first half, how often, if at all, do you and Draymond work on that? None. That was the first time I was, we ever made that play. You know, I think that's just from having you know played with each other for the last two and a half years, three years, you know, we kind of we can kind of draw plays and actions without even talking. When did efficiency become a big focus for you? Uh, 2000, uh, 2009. With Scott Bruce? Uh, my second year in the league, yeah. I started char- charting my shots, you know, makes and misses throughout the game. And, you know, that kind of reminded me to take good shots. And, you know, it, it keeps me locked in on the floor of the games. You know, so uh, I guess it's a game within a game. At this point, with nine and ten games left. Are y'all paying attention close enough to the standings to know that you moved into sole possession the first time? We did. Oh, we're not looking at it. I mean, obviously, it's something that, you know, coming down the stretch of the season, you want to know what the matchup is looking like. You know, and each game is important from the top to bottom, you know, from the AC to top. So, you know, you're taking a peek at it, but you're not really, you know, Writing on the whiteboard or talking about it too much is just, you know, we want to play good ball every day. 
One thing I appreciate about Kevin Durant is his honesty. He isn't bullshitting about, oh, yeah, you know, I don't pay attention to my stats during the game. I'm just I'm just hooping. No, he said he, he keeps track of his shots, his makes, his misses, where most players are like, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't pay attention to that. I never would when it's all a lie. Uh, so I appreciate Kevin Durant's honesty in that situation. And uh, just the fact that he talked about playing with Draymond for the last couple of years, that they have the trust to try what they did at the end of the first half where Draymond just threw like a touchdown pass uh, and expected his seven-foot small forward to go get it. And uh, it was a great play. He hits the bucket with, you know, 0.1 seconds remaining. Uh, it was uh, it was a good game, good night for the entire team. One thing that did happen, though, Draymond, or excuse me, DeMarcus Cousins is a flopper. It's official. You know what, you guys? It's official. My hands are tied. There's nothing I can do about it. The NBA did deliver a flop warning to DeMarcus Cousins. So the next one will be a fine. And there's video of the actual flop. It's not egregious. It's not that bad. It's just, you know, I don't know. It's it's no worse than what, you know, most players do uh, per game in the NBA. But singled him out. He's got the warning. And I guess he has to look out moving forward or something. Uh, Going to take one last break, come back, wrap this thing up. We got some more info on the Jordan Bell situation. Going to cover that and then do some league pass picks as well. It's all coming up next here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect. There are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Today, every answer matters more than ever before. Because whether it's about health, deliveries, or finance, some things just can't wait. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage millions of calls, texts, and chats with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to help your customers find the answers they need faster, no matter the industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant to learn more. What up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked On Warriors. Charles T. Hamilton here. What's good? So one weird situation happened yesterday before the game where we got news that Jordan Bell had been suspended for conduct detrimental to the team. And then Sam Amick came out with a report last night that it was because of a hotel charge, that he charged something to the hotel room of Mike Brown. And people ran with it that it was a porn or something, just trying to... We all look for the jokes, man, and I'm I'm here for it. I love the jokes, but... It was much more innocent than that, and this wasn't a report. This was just Twitter, NBA Twitter going wild with it about the porn or whatever he decided to charge to the room of Mike Brown. So the way it works in the NBA, the team covers the room, but then players have to put a credit card on file for you know, incidentals, room service, uh, the mini bar, etc. And so apparently... What had happened was what had happened was um, 
the, during his rookie year, KD, Draymond, a lot of the vets would mess with him and send things to his room. He charged things to his room, and him being Jordan Bell, and Jordan Bell started doing it back. And they'd send little stuff, you know, I don't know, charge for Wi-Fi or, you know, a burger or something. Who knows? And apparently the story is Jordan Bell sent, decided to do it to Mike Brown and sent him a candle, a $15 candle. And that's what got charged to Mike Brown's room. Uh, he and the coaching staff didn't appreciate it. Uh, one of the all-stars on the team tried to explain that it's just a joke, man. We're obviously going to pay for it. Uh, but they weren't having it. They decided to suspend him. So it's all pretty harmless. But it's also kind of showing that they really got, they're really tired of Jordan Bell stuff. The judgment to to send it to a coach is pretty poor. Especially knowing you're standing with the team. And throughout this, we've also got word that, you know, he misses practices that aren't mandatory. But they are mandatory for a guy like Jordan Bell. The the reason why practices are voluntary are for guys like Steph, Clay, KD, Draymond, who play a million minutes. Andre, who's 100 years old. Sean, who has, you know, eight, eight fake legs. Like, it's not for the 22-year-old to be able to sleep in and go out the night before or something. And so we heard that he's missed practices and stuff like that. And just the professionalism isn't quite there yet with him. And this is just another example of like, come on, man. You got to be better. You got to be smarter. It's not that you and your teammates are messing around. It's your your judgment to involve a coach. It's all pretty stupid. I don't know if they had to suspend him, but it just shows uh, how short a leash he has and kind of how tired they are of his uh, lack of maturity when it comes to the team, regardless of whether you agree with it or not. Uh, that's just how it goes. So who knows, is this something they all get past, or is this a, you know, a, a, a bad look for a young guy trying to continue to make it with this team? League pass picks for tonight. We got eight games, some good ones, some not bad games. Uh, I'm going to go with Nets and Sixers. Nets, have you guys have heard me talk about it all year. One of my favorite teams in the game right now, the way they've rebuilt this team. And the Sixers, obviously one of the top teams in the East. And then on top of that, I want to go Nuggets-Rockets. That's a big one because it's two Western Conference teams. Uh, Even though the Rockets are out of reach for the first uh, seed, I'd say, they're still dangerous. And the Nuggets right now are one half game behind the Warriors uh, for the one seed. So, I mean, if if you're the Warriors, you're kind of... Kind of cheering for the for the Rockets right now. Yeah, Rockets are four and a half out of first. And Denver is half a game behind Golden State. So if the Rockets get a win, that's not a bad thing. As far as the bottom of the standings go, man, today, San Antonio is still the eighth seed. One full game behind OKC. But you never know what can happen, especially as the, the season's winding down. So check out those games. We got Nets, Sixers, Nuggets, Rockets, and come back tomorrow for another episode of Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. You can't climb a mountain if it's smooth, right? You got to go over the rough spots. (laughs) Peace. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily podcast on the Golden State Warriors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, 
your team every day. San Jose Sharks hockey is back, and we've got you covered five days a week at Locked On Sharks. I'm Kyle Demetrius. I'm J.D. Young. I'm Eric Fowle. And together, we make sure you're never without your Sharks programming. Will the Sharks make a trade for a right winger? We got you covered. Will Eric Carlson's groin hold up for the entire season? We've got you covered. Whatever happens with Team Teal every day, we've got you covered at Locked On Sharks five days a week on the Locked On Podcast Network. This is Josh Lloyd, the host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast, the number one fantasy basketball podcast in the world. If you're looking for information regarding fantasy basketball, recaps of the NBA, this is the show for you. We are heading into the offseason and starting to get ready for the 2020-2021 fantasy season. We'll have all the information on what happens through the rest of the playoffs, free agency, the NBA draft, and then heading into a big 2021 season. So make sure you're checking out the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast.